The following podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and major plot spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. By the middle of the 21st century, organ failure had become a worldwide epidemic. But Geneco was there to satisfy the demand for organ replacements. The problem is, if you miss a payment, Geneco sends out the repo man. And when he finds you, your time is up. everyone, this is BJ Mine, aka The Terrible Australian, and welcome back to episode 3 of Tubi Tuesdays, which is our podcast where we watch the wonderful, bad, weird, and cult films that are featured on this free streaming service, Tubi. And with me, as always, are my two co-hosts, uh, Super Marcy. Hello, Marcy. How are you? Hey, hey. Yeah, doing all right. Awesome. And also, uh, and making his welcome... Return is our third co-host, Mike Batchelor. Hello, Batch. Um, you forgot this is the number one Tubi podcast that's hosted by two Australians and a Canadian. Thank you. Why <laughs> exactly. can we be old? <laughs> exactly. We have cornered the market in terms of podcasts because I don't think there are any other podcasts out there that uh, are basically all about Tubi. And if there are, yes. we're suing you. <laughs> exactly. We thought it was still better than them. So. Exactly. We, we, we thought of this shit first, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. but and I'm like, warning everyone right now that this is not a commentary. This is a sing-along. So. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, for this episode of To Be Tuesday, uh, we're going to be doing, for this week, uh, Batch's Pick. Batch, uh, what did you pick for our third episode of To Be Tuesday? I picked Repo the Genetic Opera. And why did you pick this one, out of curiosity? I... I fucking love this movie. Um, I love the soundtrack of this movie. Yes, Paris Hilton is in this movie, 
but uh, there's so many kind of big names that are in this flick. Uh, we've got Giles from Buffy singing his heart out in this thing. We got uh, Paul Giam not not Paul Giamatti. What's his name? Um, Paul Savino. I wish yes. Paul Giamatti was in this movie. Why is Paul Giamatti not in this movie? Exactly. I think that should be a second. That should be like a rating scale of how much better the movies that we watch would be if Paul Giamatti was in these movies. <laughs> and we can try to figure out like uh, like Nicolas Cage, which would be the perfect role for Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Savino, like singing. That's who it was. Uh, exactly. singing a, an opera. We got Bill Mosley in this thing because, you know, Bill Mosley will be pretty much anything if you pay him. So. If I paid uh, Bill Mosley $10, he'll just do anything I ask him to. Just say. So. Yeah. Like, come and do, shoot this, like, five-minute scene that's, like, nobody's ever going to see. And he'll be like, all right, cool. <laughs> now, if memory serves, this is for the director of Saw, right? Exactly. Saw 2, yeah. Uh, Saw 2. Saw 2, 3 and 4, and I believe this came out after Saw 4. I think it was filmed before Saw 4, but was released afterwards. Because mm-hmm. um, I think this was like one of the deals that Darren Lynn Bousman did with uh, Lionsgate. So, I, which wouldn't surprise me, because this one, I believe, was like a project he'd been wanting to make for a while. And with the help of making, you know, uh, some of the Saw sequels, he was able to get mm. given sort of the funding from... Uh, Lionsgate to make this music, and I do recommend his other movie, Mother's Day. That's really good. I would say mm. that's probably my absolute favorite, and I think it's his best work. But Repo is definitely a very close second. Yeah, I do enjoy this movie. <laughs> so uh, we'll get started right away, so we can enjoy the madness that is Repo, the genetic opera. Now, for all our listeners out there who have listened to our commentary, who haven't listened to our commentaries before. What you need to do is to, uh, if you're going to watch this film, uh, go on Tubi, and we're going to be watching the copy that is from there. So we'll be watching it from the very start, as that's, you know, <laughs> that uh, Tubi has it at. But uh, since Tubi is a free streaming service, they do play ads during the film. So we will let you guys know uh, when the ads will pop up. So we'll probably say something like ads and all that, and then... Once the ads end, we'll, we'll just basically, like, finish and stuff like that. And that way, if you're watching this film for Tubi, hopefully the ads will be on at the exact same time. But if not, if you're just watching this from a copy of the film that you already have or from another streaming service, at least that way you can pause it at those moments and then play it again once the ads are finished. If this makes any sense. <laughs> that's when this podcast usually just breaks down <laughs> during commercials and everything goes off the rails. Exactly, exactly. But that's what makes uh, this fun, though, because we're actually legit watching these from Tubi, so there will be ads, and we will actually be commenting on these ads as well. (laughs) We should should get money from those ads. Like, we need to find a way to monetize with those ads. (laughs) I'd say, like, some of these companies should, like, uh, support the Super Network Patreon, and if they want their ads played in our podcast, that's the best way to do it, so... (laughs) <laughs> um, little plug for our Patreon page. Um, but we'll get right to it. So we've all got our copy of the movie on yep. Tubi. And mm-hmm. I will count us down. And once I say go, that's when we play the film. So we'll get started. I'm at zero, and... zero, zero, zero. Yep. And you're ready, Batch? I'm ready. Let's do this in five, four, three, two, one, go. And we're on. With the uh, Lionsgate. 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 <laughs> Lionsgate. 
we're going to the Lions Gate. <laughs> I, I apologize for it, anyone uh, listening for my singing. Although I have had been in a musical before, so that's why. Uh, Twisted pictures. Yeah, I can't sing. Once this. <laughs> Once this uh, drink kicks in, my singing will get better or worse. So we'll see that. So. <laughs> and since a lot of, but I pro- I'm assuming all of us were watching this movie with subtitles, we can like sing along to the songs. <laughs> I don't need subtitles. I've seen this. I've got the soundtrack on my phone. Thank you. <laughs> the not too distant future. Like the sort of animated sequence, which uh, gives us a rundown, pretty much telling, setting up the world of. Well, I don't think we're too so far we, away from this reality, let's be honest. Well, yeah, this is like three, three years of uh, COVID, and this is kind of where we're going to be at. Yeah, so. I'm just expecting this is what's going to happen. So we should point out to Terrence uh, Zedek that um, plays Gravekeeper in this movie. He wrote all the music. Mm. This so, was originally a stage musical. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the, yeah, as Pete said, I do like the animation for this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, uh, yeah, in our new um, future in a couple of years, I'm going to be one of the the repo people. I'm going to steal your healthy organs. Exactly. Uh, we're going to evolve to a society where instead of talking, we're just going to be singing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but I'm going to sing while I do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I do like how these, the animation that at the beginning is done in sort of a comic book style. Mm. Yeah, we get a lot of world building right here real fast. Yeah. It's very smart so because we you Zydric, know what to painkiller. Oh, I need some Zydrite. I think my drink is 50% Zydrite. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the pain I'm in every day, I freaking need it. Mm. Well, apparently from what I've been reading of the trivia, because this movie has a, a quite a large trivia page, uh, the producers have stated that this film was really just the middle part of a planned trilogy, and the next yep. chapter would be a prequel to the events shown in this film and, tempor- and was going to be called Repo, The Beginning. But, you know, this was back when the movie was released, so it's clearly that did not pan out because even though this movie has now become a bit of a cult classic, it didn't really do that well at the box office. Yeah, but they could literally yeah, just film Society now, and that's just, yeah, that's your prequel. Yeah. That not, is true. Not even kidding. I do, I do technically own this on Blu-ray as well. <laughs> I think we need to get this on Blu-ray too, so yeah. I don't around to deal with that. Yeah, it has been a few years since I've actually um, re-watched it, so very excited to see this one again. Yeah, I'm a big fan of musicals, and I think that's kind of something that surprises there a lot of go. people. There's Terrence right there. Oh, where's the freaking subtitles? There we go. Great. Subtitles decided not to come on. <laughs> are, are these really subtitles or are they just sing along quotes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And I do like how just absolutely batshit insane oh, bloody it is. Oh, yeah. We'll just let batch do all the singing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I, don't, I think this is the same hallway from the first door. It looks like it. <laughs> that's the thing, though. Like, this film, like, uh, it had a budget of $8 million, and it looks incredibly impressive on that budget. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it filmed in Toronto. A lot of things are filmed in Toronto. 
tax cuts there. <laughs> Much like in well, Australia. Fair, Canada. <laughs> well, to be fair, Canada is pretty awesome. Oh, wait a minute. Mm. Should I say to be fair? Uh-huh. See what I did there? To be fair. Canada, eh? There you go. And that is not that is not Tony Head right there in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> See, this will pretty much be my job in a couple of years. <laughs> Taking everyone's organs. Yeah. Well, this will fetch me a hefty pay from those rich bastards. Gen Repo, the genetic opera. The Repo. Or you're, if you're reading it the wrong way, genetic opera, repo. <laughs> yes. That's some fine CGI right there. Wait a minute, this is an Asgard. <laughs> it's only a model. <laughs> Isn't it the worst CGI it? in the world? It kind of I always like the body that... Yeah, well, it kind of gives it that sort of, well, futuristic, almost Blade Runner kind of aspect, mm -hmm. sort of that derelict kind of look to it mm. as well. Yeah, it's just so derelict, it's just dirty. I'm mm. like, I'm sorry, I don't want that heart put in me because I might just get a staff infection. Sarah Brightman. Fan of the opera, Sarah Brightman, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> now let's go down. Say, like, the people they got in this movie, it's crazy. Mm. I know, right? Like, even just looking over the cast list, it's like, it's an amazing yeah. cast. You got. Um, Anthony Stewart Head, Alexa Vega, Paul Savino, who we're seeing right now. Yeah. Um, Bill Moses. Not, Paris, not Paul Giamatti, but Paul Savino. <laughs> Paris Hilton, and, you know, and just so many more, too. It's amazing the cast they assembled for this film. And there's Bill Mosley right there. Who I've actually yeah. met. Exactly. <laughs> I always find, and Paris Hilton, which I, I think it's funny that Bill Mosley is playing, uh, Paul Savino's son, but I think in real life they're practically nearly close in age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, I love how his, uh, all three of his kids are just fuck-ups in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I want to wear that Zatanna-looking fishnet outfit when I do my repoing. The doctor here looks like Lloyd Cuffman. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not. Like <laughs> in the future, there's no paper, so everything just has to be on uh, overheads. <laughs> I'm actually surprised this movie wasn't a trauma production. It there was much more nudity. <laughs> I was gonna say it would have looked much cheaper. There we go. First song coming up. And I do really like the music. It's so well done. Agreed. I can understand people not liking musicals because the musical is a, definitely a very required genre, mm. and I can particularly understand people who hate this style one where it's like they instead of like talking and then singing, it's like they sing every single line. Go ahead. Add. 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 It's Damn the John Deere. I got Montana's. I got Montana's Steakhouse over here. So that should be a game. That should be a game for this podcast. What ad do you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're looking at John Deere. Do you want a big tractor? Yeah, and another ad. Tomcat. Crown Royale. And one for Crown Royale. Okay. Oh, five same points ad. for the same ad. <laughs> Amazing. I'll take some of that. Thank you. 
that's how we're gonna get through this lock lockdown, Marcy. Yeah, another ad. Okay, we're back. No, we're still not back. It says your video will resume after the break, and that's where it's left me. (laughs) No, we have another ad. Aldo. Aldo. Whatever that is. Are they like Aldi's, Marcy? I don't know. They're on a train dancing, so I can't work out what the ad is. Maybe it's um. Do to your pets. Another ad. I I got seven seven minutes forty three seconds. Oh, we've got an ad for food now. For burgers. Well, you guys, you guys are getting hammered. I know. Why? Another ad, I think. Cow tire. Holy shit. I don't even have a car, and I'm in the wrong country. Okay, back, back, back. We're at 7... That's the movie. Back. 7.42 now. Things okay. you see in a graveyard. Okay. Paul Giamatti, not. Yep. <laughs> hey, you show some respect to Vera Savino's dad. Who will and her jingle? I should have been right up Robert Loja in this role. <laughs> or I would I would love to see him grimacing the entire movie. <laughs> Paul Savino. I almost said Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Savino. <laughs> His singing is amazing. It's legit opera singing he does in this movie. Yeah, oh yeah. He's singing his heart in this movie. I'm it's of... crazy that this is the little girl from Spy Kids You're right? I know, in this right? movie. I know, yeah. it's weird. She's still always that little kid. Um, mm. I was going to say, I'm very... Musicals can be very hit and miss for me, but this is one of the ones I actually do like. Hmm. It's a shame this doesn't get the love like a Rocky Horror does with live shows, because I feel this would be a pretty uh, fun one to go to. It would, actually. Oh, yeah, definitely. But this one, I would say, is probably even more of a cult kind of film than Rocky Horror. I mean, not the slam Rocky Horror, because that is awesome, but that's kind See, of I now can do the more cult, mainstream cult movie, but this is definitely cult cult movie. I've always been more of a fan of the Paradise guy than a Rocky Horror guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Phantom of the Paradise is really good. That's what, I actually do like that one more than Rocky Horror. There we go. Damn bug. God, the musical. <laughs> so, so Shiloh's got some unnamed disease where she can't go outside, yet she's snuck out outside. <laughs> has crippled the globe. Ha, Peter Brock. That was a, he's a, uh, was a producer on this movie. <laughs> One of those great stones back there. <laughs> Sometimes I'm amazed with Darren Lynn Bousman's like work ethic because this dude, like from uh, Store Two in 2005, like and then made three Saw films back to back and this one, mm. like in the span of three years. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he was that working was pretty solidly, and then he did shorts, uh, shorts, like short. There. 
short film thingy blah, with um fear itself. Quick. Bloody yeah. hell, I can't All talk. <laughs> yeah, because this, this, this uh, episode of um, Fear Itself came out the same year as this movie. Mm. It changed your life. And didn't he do a segment in Tales from Halloween? Yep. Mm. I, think he, I think Mother's Day was filmed roughly sure. at the same time as well, but that got released, I think, two years later because it was uh, on the yes. shelf for two years. Mm. I want to see William Shatner be the grave robber in a, in a theater production of this. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be amazing. <laughs> to steal. Sing it this Graves! Graves! <laughs> Actually, I think uh, I want to see uh, Christopher Walken in this movie. Need more cowbell. <laughs> no, if anything, Walken would be the Paul Sorvino role. <laughs> At the opera tonight! Cowbell! <laughs> I'm just trying to think, who would Nicholas Cage play in this movie? He, he needs to be in a musical at some point. Well, that's what I'm like, the dead. That's everyone after this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Well... Your designer heart still beats with common blood. <laughs> <laughs> I think Batch just needs to play all the roles in this movie. <laughs> oh, I love. <laughs> well, we should also say... Uh, if Terrence Zandix, is that how you pronounce his last yes. name? Um, he and Darren Lucy Bousman also made another musical together later on, an original one called The Devil's Carnival. Which is on TV, so that'll be, we'll be doing that later on. <laughs> <laughs> and also they made a sequel to that too called Hallelujah, The Devil's Carnival. I think we're going to have to. It's a trilogy of commentaries on this show. We I might have, we to. have to. That might be your next picks. <laughs> Yes, I think it is. We're just gonna go through all their all the musicals that they do together. <laughs> I'm so down. We've arrested you for being in Spy Kids Four. <laughs> Poor Spy Kids. <laughs> well, it's not my fault. That's the shit one of the series. <laughs> I thought three was. Mm, I mean, I three's know. pretty shit. Let's be real. But number four has Ricky Gervais, so that makes it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Actually, I shouldn't be too harsh on it. Oh, hi, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes to watch you guys. <laughs> I think it's awesome that Anthony Stewart had plays the role of the Repo Man in this movie. He is the best thing in this movie. Mm. And it's cool to kind of see him in an actual lead role in something. Mm-hmm. As I sing, talk, the dialogue, and exposition. <laughs> Giles! Oh, wait, no, not him. Giles held, uh, fell on hard times after the events of Buffy. I like how Alexa Vega looks like Sinead O'Connor now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love these 3D, 3D hologram uh, paintings all over the house of Marty. Yeah, those are really cool. From what I read in the trivia... 
Avery Stewart was chosen for this role after Laren, uh, <laughs> Laren, sorry, Laren <laughs> Lynn Bowsman. Laren Din. Laren Din Bowsman. Laren Lynn Bowsman heard him sing in the Buffy the Vampire uh, season Music six episode of What's More We're Feeling. Yep. But apparently, even before making doing that in that episode in this movie, Anthony Stewart had actually had musical experience because he did a lot of musical productions. He was Frankenfurter in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. No, not creepy at all. <laughs> now I'll lock your door. Now, you stay in here until COVID-19's over. <laughs> Stop making fun of our state premiere. <laughs> all, we, all, 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 we, all we get next week is, oh, playgrounds are open, you get an extra hour outside, mm-hmm. and curfew moves from to 9 o'clock. Oh, thanks, Dad. This, this song personifies 2020. <laughs> I'm infected <laughs> with COVID. Even if I'm not infected, I have to stay home. For two weeks. <laughs> and people are still complaining about wearing a mask. <laughs> oh my god, we're just going to write COVID the musical, aren't we? Yes. Yep. Don't be surprised by the end of this episode of 2B Tuesday, we're going to have a whole new musical written <laughs> and prepared. COVID the musical is the weird our parody of Repo the Genetic. Oh Opera. god. <laughs> I find it really creepy that she has, like, a skeleton in her bedroom. Yes. What, you don't have a skeleton in your bedroom? Well, uh, I'm not going to confirm or deny that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rock out. Did it. Huh, I like how it's got a, a repo genetic opera poster in the, in the bedroom. It's very meta. Yeah, all the posters are very uh, interesting. There are a total of 58 songs in this film, including instrumentals. Do, do we know what disease she has? It's, she it doesn't. doesn't. Well, she doesn't know that. So spoiler. Don't worry, this is a spoiler podcast, so I think. <laughs> if you're not watching no, I mean, but did they actually say if she had anything? Or he just keeps her locked up? Well, that's that's the thing. So basically, she thinks she has a blood infection that's the same one that killed her mother. But as it is, he's just keeping her locked up because he doesn't want to lose her. Yeah. Because that always works out. <laughs> Motto 2020, I just want to go outside. Outside. According to trivia, Shiloh's medicine was actually mint. Hmm. But that could be, like, not just... Uh, what the production gave her to have, but it could also yeah. be like what the character was given, like some kind of placebo type thing. Mm. Why does she want to go outside when it looks like that? I'd rather be exactly. in that bedroom, to be honest. See, Marcy, I think if everyone kind of saw that outside was a bit of a shit, a uh, bit of a shit, <laughs> shitty place, then everyone would want to stay home. It's like people haven't walked the streets of Melbourne and they've forgotten it stinks like fucking piss and shit. And now, more exposition cinemas! <laughs> 17 years ago, two lovers, Nathan and Marty, 
Is <laughs> <laughs> this is an audio podcast and they can't see the photos? A happy marriage, a child on the way, a perfect life. <laughs> Until Monty got sick and COVID. <laughs> <laughs> now we know what the disease of this uh, whole how all this began. Nathan thought he found the vaccine, but then she got autism. What <laughs> <laughs> time running out? And, and Monty was, losing blood. And then uh, her blood was just dripping from her eyes. Nathan could only save one. Sorry, I said, fuck her, we'll save the wife. We're the daughter. <laughs> I'll keep that. Oh, yeah. Baby. Love this song. There we Apparently, go. the film takes place between 2040 and 2056. Yes. That was established on the uh, tombstone. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. Well, that's I not that far. So that's basically 30 years from now. This is, this is a problem when you make something futuristic. What happens when you make it too realistic? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's like um, when Blade Runner was made. Is that when? What year was that movie set? Two thousand and. 17 or 8, 18, but then once we actually got to that era, it was like, doesn't look anything like Blade. Doesn't even look anything like Blade Runner. Left alone. So they showed us in comic book form, but now we need to see the live action form. It's the live action adaptation, Marcy. Mm. <laughs> I yeah, wish we had 3D photo thingies. Yeah, I wish we had those. Yep. Kind of reminds me when I went to, um, this was like 18 years ago when I went to the Haunted Mansion in LA uh, at Disney World. Because they had like hologram pictures and stuff. Nothing like this, but kind of similar. <laughs> I like even the little girl looks like she's wearing a wig. Yeah. You can see I haven't seen this movie for ages. <laughs> I love that you're like singing all the lyrics to this movie. Oh, I'm holding back. <laughs> that's just a musical fan. If this was a live stream, you'd see me. I'm singing. <laughs> I'm just popping my head. That's not even a picture back there. That's just like a, a glass with someone behind it. <laughs> well, if you get paid enough, no! I'm sure you do that. Where, where are my keys? COVID's a conspiracy. No, kidding. <laughs> that picture is looking at Anthony Stewart head and saying, "Now Nathan, have you lost our daughter again?" <laughs> I love, I love his Batcave uh, entrance. Yes, he is Repo Man. He's got a freezer. Yeah. See, he's washing his head. <laughs> And keeps like somebody in a wheelchair in his basement. You should be Werner Herzog. Repossessions I deliver. Oh, that would be amazing. Actually, the Herzog. Assassin. 
Werner Herzog should be in this movie, just like. He should remake it, actually. My 17 years have come and gone. <laughs> this is all what's at, at uh, this is the uh, futuristic KSC right here. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of chicken, we have intestines and all that stuff. First home, ladies and gentlemen. I will say this. As somebody who is not a fan of Paris Hilton, she's actually she's good. good in this she's movie. really good in this. Yeah, she is. And apparently, from what I, from what I read, apparently, um, when Darren Lynn Bousman had heard um, that she was interested in being in this film, he did not want her involved at all, and yeah. went out of his way to try to stop her from being. But then, when she relates it so much, because she was so passionate about it, it was like, "All right, come in, do an audition, and then." Uh, singing test and when she came into audition she dressed up entirely in the path and did the singing and he was so blown away that he cast her yeah and apparently uh, her costumes are all hers and also mm. her dancers and all that as well yeah and she even um, she even saved the production as well at some point because uh, the production was um, was going to be halted due to uh, the budget going over, and then pa- Paris Hilton made a, a paid appearance at a nightclub for that sum to make up the difference, and the film kept on filming. So, so she's not she a total bitch about, constantly. Yeah, so she's so passionate about being this film that she practically saves it. Mm. So in that regard, that gives me a, at least a lot more respect for her. Although I just found it funny that it's uh, Paris Hilton and Bill Mosley as siblings. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit funny. Uh, guys, I'm dying here on the floor. I thought for a second they, they said plug it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong movie. <laughs> that was Carrie. Well, hi, Sarah Brighton, again. <laughs> Apparently a different actress was cast in the role, but then that actress dropped out and then Sarah Brightman took over the part. Mm. Yeah. But it never specifies who that actress, other actress was mm. in the trivia. Cookies! Mm-hmm. It's nice to say that cookies still exist in the future. That new Apple smartwatch is dope. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Oh, wait, Paul. Sorry, Paul's the leader. Roddy Story! Here we go. 13 years ago! 13 years ago! Oh, Two oh, lovers, oh. Roddy and Marty. They thought they had the perfect life! Until Marty met Nathan. Then she said, fuck that guy. He's younger. <laughs> and, and broke Roddy's heart. That guy looks like Giles from Buffy, but when Marty got sick... Roddy's had opportunity. Ah, so he secretly poisoned Marty. And tainted the cure to COVID. Ah. We say flashbacks to comic book panels again. <laughs> And it's the same ones we saw before. Oh, sorry. 
My legacy is too great to throw away on in grace. Nathan Wallace had potential. So he stole my money. I just like to watch you guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> hey, remember those panels you saw two seconds ago? Here it is again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Sarah Bryant. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the lair of Dr. Satan. <laughs> Ugh, Dr. Satan creeps me out. You never should have left me. I would have given you the world. I wonder if, like, Paul Savino actually had, like, uh, musical experience as well. Because, like I said earlier, like, his singing is very operatic, and I wonder if he... Oh, yeah, like, I think that's what attracted him to the role, initially. Because I, I don't think up to this point he had never done an actual film musical. Hmm, I don't really know, actually. I mean, I'd have to look it up, but... I mean, this is probably the more notable... If he has, this is probably the most notable one. She, well, it's a bit disappointing I mean, Goodfellas wasn't a musical, because, you know, he could have nailed that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if every movie these days can be turned into a musical, I'm pretty sure uh, Goodfellas can. <laughs> and that would be amazing. Where are the drugs? <laughs> Where's the cocaine? <laughs> People, do you think I'm funny? Am I funny to you? <laughs> You think I'm a clown? This is about to go down. <laughs> I'm just enjoying his singing. <laughs> just like everyone in this movie, I have also been in a musical, uh, which I've talked about <laughs> a lot in the past. I was in a production of uh, Chicago in back in my old hometown where I played uh, uh, the character of Billy Flynn, which if you've seen the movie, that's the character of Richard Gere played in that. I was in Anything Goes. <laughs> oh, awesome. I was the captain. I'm the captain now. <laughs> I have never been in a musical. There you go. Look at Paul sort of, you know, hitting those notes. <laughs> it's so hard not to say Paul Giamatti right now. I know. <laughs> Him too. I like how he's, like, uh, assistant to, like, wearing full-on gas masks. Maybe that's what we should be wearing now in uh, the time of COVID. <laughs> I'm just going to start dressing up. And my dad will get me into trouble. <laughs> my dad... I'm actually surprised they didn't actually get Christopher Walken for this movie. He would have done it in a heartbeat. But I suppose he did his musical quota for the year because he was also in uh, spray the year before. Add. Add. <laughs> and it's out all again. So 2956 is where I'm at with my ads, though. This is the strangest ad to a nude of your pets I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, now I got a DoorDash. DoorDash. We're on Aldo. Now what's next? It's taking its time today. When we open up, we let life in. Open wines. Now DoorDash. (laughs) (laughs) And also DoorDash. Again. (laughs) (laughs) DoorDash is 
Well, DoorDash is a relatively new kind of delivery service here in Australia now. Hmm. See, uh, we have oh, Skip the Dish was big up here. Now um, we have DoorDash as well. 30 minutes. I, okay, hold on. I'm still at uh, World of Tanks ad. Oh, hold on. I'll pause ours. We're at 30 minutes, 80 seconds. I mean, 30 minutes and 8 seconds. Fuck. Pardon. Fuck, I'm on another ad. <laughs> for Redline. You get the long ads like us before. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> this is probably the first time I've ever paused a film for a commentary. <laughs> because of ads. Okay, I'm, ba- I'm back. Okay. Uh, Tw- 30 minutes, yeah. even. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Repo right. Okay. Okay, 30-13 right now. Boom. But somebody's got to do it. Skin and tissue, inch by inch. Somebody. Reading the song. I should let I, I should let our, our, our listeners know that uh, <laughs> since we're getting ads, definitely some of us are a bit longer than others, or not at the same time. Probably best yes. to watch this movie before listening to our commentary. <laughs> yes. But don't worry, we'll put like the like the sound of the movie on so a little light in the background, so it seems like you're watching it. Yeah. <laughs> with us, you'll know when to pause it. Yeah, so pause yeah, it. yeah. Werner Herzog definitely should have been the uh, repo man. Eeny meeny miny moe with a cut of his speech. <laughs> Returning organs, good as new. It's <laughs> delightful yet disappointing. Ha 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 ha. Ew. Guts. I mean, I knew this guy had guts, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. God's sake, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. But somebody has got to do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't do that, like turning him into a puppet like that. I don't know. Have you ever tried? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, time to clean my clothes. <laughs> I just, that's the best. He's like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Digital corneas. This is probably the only time in the movie of, like, these ads is when people actually yeah. talk rather than uh, mm. sing. That's a uh, cultural appropriation right there, Sarah Brightman, wearing those clothes. <laughs> what are you, the PC police, babe? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> if I can't wear it, then nobody can. <laughs> At least Fox News still exists in the future, unfortunately. <laughs> The smallest Italian renaissance ever. Uh, this is just a normal day at Hot Topic. Yep. Or Fan Expo here in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or here in Melbourne with our Expos. I mean, it was supposed, that was supposed to be uh, last weekend, or this weekend, technically. Yeah, we've missed, the, I think the last uh, expo we had here before everything shut down was back in March, and that was it. Yeah, and it's lucky Poppy's they face totally re- did that, too. Reminds me, uh, Poppy's uh, face reminds me of, like, uh, the Joker, when they cut Joker's face off at the DC Comics. Mm. 
I was going to say, Leatherface is doing pretty well these days. <laughs> you know, trash Leatherface. <laughs> Look, they're wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. Tony, this is like three years from now. And it's just like real life because everyone's very, uh, I'll just wear a mask if I want to. Yeah. I like how these uh, Roddy's children are basically one of their big traits is like they're obsessed with plastic surgery, all three of them. Mm. Yeah. To the point where they look ridiculous, just like real people who are obsessed with plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. I'm now creeped out by Sarah Brightman's eyes. They're so big and wide. She looks like one of those like paintings, like with the big eye children. Maybe that's the whole intention. Mm. She looks like one of those living dead dolls. I think Darren Lynn Balsman is definitely one of the more underrated horror directors out there. Mm. Agreed. I just like how, nice. like, again, his work, like, work ethic, like, the dude can make, like, a movie or two a year. And now, Bob Mag Story! <laughs> we gotta know everybody. Go. We gotta know everybody's backstory. Two best friends, Meg and Bonnie. Meg was ah, blind. That's why they call her blind Meg. Get it? Bonnie was dating Roddy. <laughs> Roddy had Meg's cure. I suppose I'd go blind too if I was gonna date Roddy. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now Meg can see. It looks I like Bag has a public life. Now, Batch, I know you're a huge comic guy. What what does yeah. these uh, the illustrations of these comic book uh, flashbacks remind you of? Like which artists in particular? Oh, if anything, they're, oh god, this they remind me of the old music video from this Canadian uh, rock artist, like Larry Gowan. He has a video called Strange Criminal, and it just used those kind of like transitions. I think it's the same artist because this movie is filmed in Toronto. But that's yeah. what really comes to mind for me with uh, when those come in. Well, from what I've read in the trivia, this was Sarah Brightman's first film. And i got to say, like, out of all the movies that she could have been, like, asked to star in, I like the fact that she picked this as a screen debut. <laughs> as an opera singer. <laughs> exactly. But not just an opera singer, something as weird as this. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. I think also we, like, we keep saying, oh, it's a musical, but it's not really a musical. It is an opera, because operas yeah, because ever sing every line. Mm. In, yeah, in, because, they, because they get the sing-talking. Hmm. How she feels right now is how I feel every time I go to the dentist. Also, buy a new Apple Watch. (laughs) 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 I'm Batman. Oh, wait, sorry. Wrong character. 
Hold still, I gotta find out if you're the guy I'm looking for. Ouch. <laughs> I like how he knocks it out like that. Yeah. Gotta repossess your testicles. They're past due. <laughs> <laughs> that would really suck if you're like, one of the, you're being repossessed, one of your body parts is being resected, res, repossessed and it's either your dick or balls. <laughs> That's a question we've been asking everyone in Melbourne every day for the past month. Why aren't you wearing your mask? Wearing your mask. <laughs> I'm exempt. I don't need a mask, Dad. <laughs> I don't need a mask. My freedoms are being blah, blah, blah. I don't know what they say. <laughs> it's funny how this movie is so timely. Ahead <laughs> <laughs> of its time. Exactly. Gotta get that. What is that? Medicaid. You heard him, folks. Light him up. It's a body part, okay, B. We don't need to know what they all are. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I think it's his spine. I think he might be right. I don't know. Is Fatality. He a He's a predator. For real? To bother me. Oh, here's that grave robber again. As the creator of this musical, I want to roll in it. I just want to wear all this fashion. <laughs> we should just stop bringing it in, I think. Exactly. I mean, if this is where our future is going to go, we might as well be ahead of the curve and do it. That's why I say this would be like fun as hell to do like a Rocky Horror screening, like one of those type with everyone kids just cosplaying. Hundred percent. Oops. Oh, you got hosed. My damn children. <laughs> I mean, this Biddle Mosley is, like, pretty old. Like, Paul Savino yeah. had him when he was, like, ten years old or something. <laughs> like, his character, I mean. Where are the drugs? <laughs> Here's uh, Paris Hilton's big number coming up. This is a good song, too. And I started musicals. Yeah. <laughs> this is very gross. So much weird hair. <laughs> You're obsessed with weird hair. I am obsessed with weird hair. It's almost battle. There. <laughs> Sorry, Batch. Except so Kingdom Hearts hair in the back. <laughs> There's a dude's hair in the background that looks amazing. 
Side Drake comes in a little glass vial. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this song is great, but it needs. <laughs> like a battery, and a Zydra gun goes somewhere against your anatomy. Oh. Oh, hi, Paris Hilton. That's a cool outfit. And it's her outfit. Her real life <laughs> one. She just she so that showed up on set one day. <laughs> it's like, I'm here for... It's like, you're ready for your costume? I already brought my own. And Amber Sweet is addicted to the night. Apparently, from what I read, uh, her character in the original stage production was actually called Heather Sweet, but they changed it to Amber for the movie. She's I'm a not bit sure why weird, but yeah. Yeah. Don't mind me, I'm having sex with this door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the ridge is getting way too close to for JJ. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that's why she likes it. Well, that is true. It takes you there. <laughs> like, Darren Lynn Balsford has a very distinct visual style. Oh, and yeah. This is definitely him at full tilt. Yeah. I'm actually surprised Darren Lynn Balsford doesn't get jobs to do more, like, music videos and stuff. Because he... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if he has. I don't know when people will do music videos not in their house, but... (laughs) Maybe one day. Exactly. (laughs) I think it kind of, like... Uh, I always found it weird that, like, Paris Hilton actually got a Razzie nomination for this film, but I think that was yeah. just due because, oh, she's just Paris Hilton and she's in a movie. Yeah. Let's get yeah. nomination. I mean, I would get it for some of the other crappy movies she was in, but this is, like I said, she's actually legit good in this movie. Hmm. She fits in with this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She got this movie. Let's just oh, say. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Say, let's just say Paris Hilton gives a better performance in this than anyone gave in the Tommyknockers. Exactly. Maybe the Tommyknockers would have been better if it was a musical. <laughs> well, it's time to find all those other crappy movies on Tubi <laughs> and put them in the garbage. So long, farewell. <laughs> now I'm back in my cemetery home. <laughs> Some girls just like to go for a ride in a garbage truck. <laughs> oh, hi, birdie. Oh, wait, my bird died. I forgot. <clears throat> Is all this house just like secret entrance? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> That's how you get it. It's just for a second. There's entrance. two separate secret entrances in this room. <laughs> They both snuck in because they're both filthy liars. Exactly. But I just got home, damn it. <laughs> New wristwatch, who this? 
<laughs> you wristwatch who that is. <laughs> that actually legit happened to me like the a few weeks back. I had just gotten home, then I got a call from my boss and he wanted me to come back to work for something. And it's <laughs> like, I just walked in through the door. Like, I have to go in my tent because it gives me sexual powers. <laughs> yes. I do, I like, do like how just ugly and derelict this movie is, though. So oh, yeah. I just cut you off. That's alright. And it's just so... But at the same time, it's so visually beautiful as well in that... Mm, um, yeah. that, that it's so visually thing. striking. Oh, yeah. And it needs to be, if you're making it something like this, a, a musical should always be visually striking. Mm. I don't think Bill Mosley's actually singing this movie. I think he's just yelling out all his lines. <laughs> he's yell singing. <laughs> yell singing. He is one of the nicest people I've met. I imagine he would be, yeah. Had a good laugh with him, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully one day I'll meet him if he ever comes back. <laughs> well, funnily enough, yeah. he was at an Adelaide show. Okay. Hmm. You break my friggin' heart! You break my friggin' heart! <laughs> 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 He's waiting for the phone by to do another fucking Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's just waiting, Rob, hurry up so I can do a movie where I can say fuck a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I also think it's kind of cool that Bill Mosley actually came down to Australia and made two Australian horror movies. Like, back to back. Because mm. he made, um, what was they called? Charlie's Farm and Boar. Yeah, he was um, promoting Charlie's Farm when I met him. Yeah. And I met, what's his name? Nathan Jones. Remember him? He was a, yeah, he's from uh, Mad Max Fury Road as well. Yeah, he was in he Charlie's really Farm. Thing. Yeah, he played the uh, the killer of that, Charlie. Yeah, he's fucking tall as shit. Wasn't he used to be a pro wrestler? As well? like he was a, week, a terrible yeah. pro wrestler. He was pretty bad. Nice fella. I like how in the future, not only is it in the future, but we're all wearing Victorian era clothes. Well, why aren't we? They're very sophisticated. It's nostalgia. We're bringing it back, y'all. Another good tune. Now, just sort of looking up Darren Lynn Bousman's filmography, he actually has directed three music videos. Ah. But... But before this one, he only directed one, and that was for a Static X song called So. Oh, okay. But he made two more after this one. <clears throat> I think Bean should wear that out. I remember. Yes. I left the toilet seat up. Oh, wait, sorry. I Other movie that had the similar thing to this, Repo Man with Jude Law or something. 
Yeah, well, that was the yeah. funny thing, because you know like how sometimes... Two separate repo movies at the exact same time. Yeah. I would... But that's the thing about Hollywood. Like, sometimes you think, oh, we made a movie, and then we've made this movie that's going to be unique, and then all of a sudden there's, like, a, another one that's ex- basically exactly the same that comes out at the same time. But that's the thing, because that movie ripped off this, because this was a musical before the movie. So they had to get the idea from this musical. Yeah, because this re- Repo Man was two years after this. Yeah. Actually, Repo Man wasn't too bad, from what I remember. Mm, I watched it, but I don't really remember it that much. Yeah, I don't remember much from it, but I did enjoy it at the time. But it was also interesting because it's that one's directed by a guy who would go on to like win Emmys for like directing episodes of Game of Thrones. Well, apparently that movie was based on a book. So there you go. Ah. The Repossession something. This movie would be even more awesome if, like, for some bizarre reason, out of nowhere, uh, Harry Dean Stanton just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> just to tie it back to his Repo Man movie. <laughs> Okay, maybe you can walk away, but nobody else can. All these characters Add. are three seconds away from becoming Batman villains. We have an ad. I'm surprised they're not. Add. Add. This is for another alcoholic drink, I think. Or is it food? I don't know. It's going by so fast. Maybe it's all different types of food. DoorDash. God damn it. I want to, it's Montana's. I want steak now. God damn it. Waiting for another ad. World of Tanks. Aldo again. Hashtag right, step I'll... into love. All right, I'll neuter my pet for cried out loud. Shut up. <laughs> even, though, even though I don't even have one. And we're yeah. back at uh, 51 minutes and 7 seconds. Pause it. And I'll tell you when I'm at 51. Uh, seven. 51. Okay. 12. 51. 12. Okay. Got an ad for Ole. Ole! 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 Hydrates better than other creams. Okay, <laughs> so I bet 50. What, was your, what do you guys have? 51 12. Uh, 51 12. And. No! Done. There's. Um, yeah. Blind Eyes. No, what's her name? Bright Eyes. Yep. What's that called? Blind, blind Eyes. <laughs> the Blind Badge. <laughs> blind Mag Blind, blind Mag Living Dead Doll Girl. I don't know what the hell I'm calling her. Blind Marge. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like how our commentaries for TV movies is just going to be complete trade wrecks from now on. Because <laughs> after the first like ads. hour, after at the first hour, it always falls apart. <laughs> I'd argue thing, like, before think, we even start, it's falling apart. That's the thing, though. Like you think, oh, the ads will be on at the exact same time. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and we think, oh, are they going to be the same ads? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Damn you, Tubi. That's why I would suggest our listeners watch the movie first and then listen to our commentary afterwards. Just and that's why we are the number one Tubi podcast. Exactly. 
trapped in bondage, but you can learn from all my failures. I'm not supposed to talk to strangers or let them through the Well, that hasn't stopped you before, you see. Oh, this is okay. holograms coming out of her eyes. Okay, creepy cyborg Elvira. I want those <laughs> I want eyes that do that, damn it. Actually, um, Sarah Brightman does kind of look like Elvira in this movie. Elvira's not his bloody sister. <laughs> Her more serious sister. Magvira. Sorry guys, I have to go to the toilet, so keep watching. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, we will. <laughs> I kind of forgot to go before we started recording. So... <laughs> uh, what, three years from now, the hologram uh, technology is going to kick in uh, post-COVID? Exactly. So I'm everything's going to be hologram? Exactly. I'm surprised it's not a hologram of Tupac. <laughs> if anyone or Ronnie, that, uh, Sorry. Or I, it would be more Ronnie James Dio, if anything. <laughs> exactly. I like how that, you know, they basically take her eyes so she can't see, but they replace her eyes with hologram eyes. Yeah. Like, I can't see the holograms, but everyone else can. When Repo comes here, he'll be like, Mag, I need your eyes. They're like robots. They're going to be repossessed. And the F.B. Stewart's like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I like how the, I like how Shiloh's just like she runs away and then pokes her head out from the stairwell. Like oh jeez. I've been busy taking people's organs. Yeah. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Meg! <laughs> I don't have to listen to this. I'm a little disappointed that didn't make like. Well, the, if this is true that it's uh, this was meant to be like a planned trilogy and this was the middle yeah. segment, it's disappointing that they never made like the prequel and the sequel. Yeah. Well, movies are expensive. Well, that is true. And although, like I said, like the budget for this one was eight and a half million. Yeah. I'm not sure how much uh, both uh, Devil Carnival's films were, but I can imagine they probably had a much lower budget than this. Well, one. he toured them more as like road shows. Yeah, that's true. And whatever the mo money they made from those road shows would have just gone to making uh, the sequel. That's not a picture of me. No. See, not all these songs, like stuff like these are on the soundtrack. 
How many songs are I know, because like I said before, like there's uh, 58 songs in this movie. How many are on the soundtrack again? Or at least the one that they released? I think probably the 13 13 or 14 big ones, I think. Oh, okay. Like this one coming up. This is my power ballad. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. There's no sense in Alright, I'm gonna since you're a huge fan of this uh, film and the musical Yeah. Match, which is your absolute favorite song on this whole movie? Um, I like uh Tony Head's first one with uh, the one about Marty, and uh, the one uh, at the end uh, about love you so much, like the one they sing to each other. That's the thing. Like every song in this movie is like pretty catchy. Oh yeah, like um, like even what they're singing right now goes from sort of this power ballad, and then now it's going into this kind of. Punk rock uh, feel. I love how I love how the fucking skeletons dancing even. <laughs> even the dolls in the background. Yeah. And there's a whole crowd in our bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> the skeletons in the background. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, I was sort of questioning why there was a skeleton in adventure, but now I'm like, you know what? As long as that skeleton dances in this scene, I'm, it's all good. And Joan Jett, Joan Jett appearance. Is that really Joan Jett? That's Joan Jett. Whoa. Well, Joan Jett is a legend, so. Yeah. I love rock and roll. Oh, sorry, wrong song. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, before Daryl Lynn Bousman and Terrence Zanuck <laughs> made this uh, movie, they also made it into uh, a short film two years prior. Yeah. Oh! Snap. Hot fingers, save the face. I'm back. Had to get you a drink as well. Joan. <laughs> we just missed uh, Joan Jett, Marcy. Oh, damn it. I needed a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I love the commentary. The comments just said, "Announcements in Italian." <laughs> this is Bede in uh, twenty years when he starts wearing his hair pieces. That is true. <laughs> I love the hair pieces. It has a ponytail. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm just going to say right now, um, bald men, if they got hair like around the sides. Don't have ponytails if you've also got a bald head. It looks <laughs> weird and, and disgusting. <laughs> now, honey, did you have a fight with Nicole Richie again? She's not even in character right now. She's just like this. No. <laughs> it's not fair. You're going to send me to jail. 
Or do another season of The Surreal Life. (laughs) How is it possible, like, when Paris Hilton was, like, trying to do her music career, her songs weren't that good and also her singing, but yet her singing's actually good in this movie? Is it because she's also acting the songs out as well? I don't know. Because her music was very generic. Yeah. She thought this was a biopic. (laughs) (laughs) I will give her credit. Like, when you're up against someone like, you know, a veteran like Paul Savino, who's got this big, towering, operatic voice, she does a good job at least, like, catching up to him and... Because I can imagine that being very intimidating, especially someone yeah. who mm. uh, maybe not has that kind of power of a voice compared to his. I'll have one of my surgeons fix you up so you can sing tonight. Thanks, Daddy. I'm sorry, Daddy, I look like this way. This is what happens when you work with Donald Trump. <laughs> They used reference photos for Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Lindsay. That just killed the podcast. (laughs) 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 We've made worse jokes, but apparently... I think we're all just enjoying Paul G- not Paul Giamatti singing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be a highlight for this episode, Marcy, to the page. It's like, is a Paul Giamatti impulsive? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but before I go, my kids will know about the man they have crossed as money did the day she fled and became Nathan's wife. He is giving it his all in this movie. Yeah, he is, isn't like, he? <laughs> he's, he's acting his ass off. Yeah, it's like, this is probably like, I mean, he's always been one of those actors. Who there you go, up. look at that note. Look at that note. Beautiful. Like, he pops up in everything, like, as, you know, as a supporting actor and all that, but I think this is probably one of the, like, ones, like the juiciest roles he had up to that point. So he's signing, the, he's signing the company over to Shiloh, none of his kids. Well, would no, you want to fair, sign it off to Paris Hilton? No. Or Bill Bosley. Or Mask Face Man. <laughs> mask Face. <laughs> I don't know what to call him. Yeah. <laughs> I like how um, Anthony Stewart's head, when he does like that really deep, guttural kind of singing this voice. This is my Batman voice. He probably could have been Batman at some point. He could still be Batman. Well, that is true. He could be like uh, Dark Knight Returns Batman. <laughs> In Batman the Musical. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bad. Uh, it still hasn't. We haven't got an ad yet. <laughs> oh, shit. Do I need to pause it? Yeah. No, we might be getting that. that oh, no. We'll Batch has got an ad. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I'm on World of Tanks ad right now. Oh. <laughs> We're at one hour and four minutes and two seconds. Okay, I'll let you know. <laughs> well, Damn it, up. Damn it Tubi, we love you, but can you at least put all your ads at the same time? <laughs> oh, Crown Royal ad. Ah, oh, the bloody Crown Royale. Once again, I like to apologize to our listeners who are trying to keep up with the commentary on this movie. But you should expect that with... Uh... I'm back. Okay. We're at... What a... uh, 404. Now 408. And I'm at... 410. Okay, 408. Yeah. Now we're at 413, 414, 415, 16. I'm trying to catch up. 17. Eighteen. Pause, pause, yeah, pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Alright, twenty-two. Okay. 22. Okay, I'll let you know when I'm at twenty-two. Okay. <laughs> twenty-two. Done. There we go. <laughs> uh, I think we should change it from To Be Tuesday to the train wreck To Be Tuesday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I think it's official. <laughs> the train wreck To Be. T- yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what makes like our, our podcast so much better. Exactly. Let this podcast. Like our, sorry. <laughs> Let this podcast forever be known as 3TP. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like our usual commentaries where everyone could actually like watch the movie with our commentary. Uh, I think the idea to watch the movie and our commentary separately. <laughs> I like how those guards back there were like stuck into the house and he just and Anthony Stewart had just beats the absolute shit out of him. <laughs> he, li- he literally is Batman. Betrayed. Bloody hell. Make that Sorry. <laughs> here comes the here comes the big musical number, the probably the most well known song. Crescendo, the, yeah. The the more the most well known song from this movie. The one that they pretty much used for the trail. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> time to get time to get dressed up for the opera. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I told you. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I don't know why Blind Meg's walking through a graveyard and I she's supposed to be at the graveyard getting ready to go on for a show. <laughs> That's what happens. Well, she, like, she is Blind Meg, so she will go wrong turns, so. That is true. I have a Bill Mosley. I thought I was thinking about getting laid. <laughs> no. I wasn't quite paying attention. So this makes no sense. Why are the guards trying to kill him now? Because he's on to them. 
Except this movie needed an action scene. (laughs) Exactly. I'm gonna hit that high note. That's what they said after reading the reviews for this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the movie got pretty good reviews. I think it got mixed reviews from what I remember. I remember um, a lot that. of people, when it came out, were just raving about it. And it took me um, a couple of years after it came out to actually see it. Well, apparently, according to uh, the Wikipedia page, the film has a 39% rotten rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So clearly, though, the critics did uh, are dum-dums yeah, <laughs> and don't yeah, know good much. stuff when they see it. Hey, look, it's Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> they know they were in this movie. DJ Grandma is my favorite DJ. <laughs> Alan Thick. Oh, wait, that's not him. <laughs> Looks like Alan Thick. He's dead, B. I know. <laughs> I'm just tying it back to our very first episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I know she, her singing career didn't come out until like a year after this movie, but Lady Gaga would easily be in this movie if she wanted to be. Are we maybe, sure she's not in this movie? I was going to say, maybe she just like got her inspiration from this movie. I mean, look at the, the, the dancers' costumes back there. That yeah. looks like something she did for one of her music videos. Hey, it's Paul Heyman. <laughs> Paul to your buddy. <laughs> this movie would have been better with Paul Heyman. <laughs> what kind of opera is this? I don't know, the but I need to go to the opera. This <laughs> is burlesque. The burlesque opera. Wait, I'm copywriting that. <laughs> the most normal looking person in this whole movie. <laughs> it's Karen. <laughs> I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> but look at my tits. Well, no one was complaining. <laughs> yeah. Before the carrots can complain, they have to show their boobs. That's the law of the future. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to see most of their boobs? Because I probably wouldn't. Actually, I'll go- now that you say that, I, I have to agree. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Depends on the Karen. Exactly. CGI. All right, we'll testify. God. <laughs> DJ Granny DJ in the house. <laughs> DJ Mustache right there. I mean, DJ. <laughs> DJ was. I thought that was Kurt Russell with uh, Bone Tomahawk back there. Because <laughs> he had a mustache that looked like that. Oh shit, I dropped my phone. <laughs> it's on my lap and then it decided to fall down. I like to imagine that the cure, they say, like, your cure is way, and they go get it, and it's actually the band, the cure. <laughs> no, they actually find out everything is run by the lizard people. 
Are you saying everything's not run by the lizard people? <laughs> it is, isn't it? I saw a video <laughs> on YouTube. That's where I get my facts from. Exactly. Who is the Repo Man? Uh, <laughs> Who is your daddy? Who is your daddy and what does he do? I really hope this was actually Paris Hilton's costume because that's amazing. Yeah. I like how her face is literally falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love this scene. <laughs> so that's what happens when you get too much plastic surgery. You literally start falling apart. Well, they did that I mean, in um, South Park with Michael Jackson. Do <laughs> <laughs> your face Get the fuck off the stage! They should have cast Mickey Rourke in this movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I apologise to Mickey this Rourke. Is, this is how we're all going to feel when we finally get out of lockdown and people see us. That's the next stage of COVID. Your face just falls off. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, they touched my face. I have to peel my face off. This movie. That's why, that's why you wear a mask. <laughs> I should have just changed the title of this movie called Face Off the Musical. <sighs> I'm Nicolas Cage. I'm gonna tear my face off. <laughs> Those are some eyelashes. Natalie Portman. Oh, wait, this isn't the black one. I'm surprised uh, people don't have those kind of eyelashes. I was going to say, the eyelashes are pretty epic. <laughs> she lets, she grows them out. She needs, they're, they're, they're 70s eyelashes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> How does she look 17? Really creepy. No, we already had so to young. We're just a bit transfixed right now. <laughs> She's doing an opera in a tight leather corset and leather peel boots. So this is just a normal day for Sarah Brighton. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to remember any songs from Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> uh. I don't think she blinks at all in this whole movie. No, I don't think she does. That takes a lot of um, discipline. Yeah, especially because she's obviously wearing eye contacts as well. Mm. So that would be add even more of a strain to her eyes. Yeah. But if you think about oh. it, like, her blinking wouldn't really make sense because her eyes are not real. Oh, wait, she just blinked just a... <laughs> yeah, but that oh, wasn't like a proper eyes. blink. That was just eye closing. That is true. Mm. I was just about to say. It's for the effect of her singing, you see. 
What most people don't realise is that she's actually singing about DoorDash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Was that really necessary? I'm going to pull out my own eyes. Oh. You can't see me. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> and I got impaled. Oh, I've been impaled. Nobody show this movie to Trump because he would be Trump's favorite character in this. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I don't know why anyone's being mean to Paul Savino. He's fantastic. He's great. I love his performance because he reminds me of me. <laughs> I identify with him. My kids are all idiots, too. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, because Trump has, uh, well, four kids, or oh, five kids, and the three main ones, Donald Trump, uh, Donald Jr., Eric, and the Ivanka, they do remind me a little bit of the three kids that is in this movie. You think so? Yeah, this movie, it's ahead of its time, man. <clears throat> that is true. It really is. This movie is totally ahead of its time. I hope um, Darren Bowsman sees my tweet about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I totally tweeted about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, my dad is the repo man. I did not know that was going to happen. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs. Getting back to what we were talking about earlier. Oh, this is a good one. Do we have to be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> I get Warner. Didn't I say the world was cruel? Didn't I? <laughs> now I want to say Warner Herzog in a musical. What has happened? Did wrong? Tell me why. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. <laughs> oh, I said the wrong song. Shut up. I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am. <laughs> totally wearing her sock. Will I be in Spy Kids 5, Dad? <laughs> well, she's old enough well, now. Down. She could be the parent in a Spy Kids movie. It's kind of weird just seeing her grow up because I saw her in, she was in, um, what is it, Machete Kills, and she had, was, yeah. like, wearing very revealing clothes, and I'm like, I've seen you since you were a kid. This is now weird. <laughs> I like how you carry around a huge bag and only, like, three things fall out. <laughs> he doesn't well, need to fill the kidneys, right? Didn't I? But you didn't do anything, Dad. <laughs> didn't I? I knew I should go after her, but I'm gonna stay here and sing my song. Gonna hit that high note. Ah! Anthony Stewart Head can totally be the phantom. We couldn't afford to film this action scene. So here's some animatics. <laughs> See, that's, that's how you do it these days. Don't have enough budget for an action scene? Just do animatics. 
Yeah, but why did they do that in the Fnatic? That just still doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Oh. Not Sarah Brightman. Motherfucker. How dare you kill her. I know oh, she Bill was... Doing all Bill Mosley things. <laughs> I am the devil. I'm here to do the devil's work. <laughs> An elder, they're ba- basically the same age. <laughs> Surprise, we're still on with the show. No one's gone home yet. They're probably all wondering, this is a weird turn in this show so far. <laughs> I thought we were going to go see Cats. <laughs> the musical, not the movie. <laughs> I no longer trust you, Dad. You can never trust a monster. Ellis is Donald Trump. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Did you know he killed your I have no idea because this plot is all over the place, though. <laughs> but I mean that in the best way. That much poison. It's just a little poison. <laughs> it's, only a, it's only just a little, but it's still good. <laughs> this chair is amazing. <laughs> the reviews are going to be amazing. It's better than the Spider-Man musical we were at last week. <laughs> Only two people died there. <laughs> Zap. And Sarah Brighton has like the easiest job. She's just like sitting there, impaled on a fence. <laughs> I'm just going to sleep here for the rest of the sleep. Now to go back into flashbacks again. Flashing back happened minutes ago. <laughs> I love how the subtitles just say overlapping singing. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the blood in this shot is so bright and everything mm. just looks so muted. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ad. Yeah, got oh, shit. We don't Add have an ad. Thanks. We're at uh, an hour 22.48, so just let me know when you're there. Yep. Damn it. They, really want, they really want me to play World of Tanks, don't they? Apparently. And get DoorDash, <laughs> while, get DoorDash while playing World of Tanks. Yeah. I think Door, DoorDash needs to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> and drink Crown Royal. So uh, I need to get some Crown Royal. I need to get DoorDash to bring me some. I'm back. Oh. Okay. Uh, 22.48. Uh, 122. 
40. Eight. Yeah, I got it. Yep. Yeah. She's just I need DoorDash to bring me some cowbell. Paul Savino singing again. Yep. Yeah. No, that's Paul Giamatti. Oh, bloody hell, don't get me confused. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. I like how Bill Mosley's it's got it's sitting in the crowd with popcorn. <laughs> I can imagine some of these extras just like sitting especially the older ones sitting there like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> what is this? I thought this was far from home. <laughs> I thought I was being an extra on hairspray. No. I was infected with love. Only Joan Jet can save them now. <laughs> yes. Joan Jet to the rescue. Yeah, this song's not on the soundtrack. Oh. Interesting. Is it because it's, like, probably the longest one out of all, since it, it's just them basically, like, talk singing rather than, like, yeah, singing, singing? Yeah, the talk singing stuff is not on there. So. Suddenly, suddenly the Phantom of the Paradise just uh, swings through. Swan stole my music. <laughs> Phoenix. You were supposed to help Buffy. <laughs> That's what Trump says every day to his children. <laughs> You've been leeching off me for the last time. But what face? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, Paul Savino. (laughs) Sell this shit, damn it. And he dies off camera. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, no one's doing a fucking thing right now. Bro! <laughs> Which is probably the most uh, believable thing in this whole movie. <laughs> Just like real life. Exactly. Shy, your mother's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> I will die and become Herzog. <laughs> I just want to know he's in a monologue about what this all represents in life. <laughs> it is a 
This musical is an examination of one's inability to love one's family, despite the fact that they themselves are a monster. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> it's also it's, it's also in the side of my mind every time I see Baby Yoda. And sometimes I stay up all night wishing to God that I was the one who died. But sometimes there's not enough time. And this movie is also a representation of what it was, what was inside my mind every time I worked with Klaus Kinski. <laughs> and I didn't know I loved Klaus so much, <laughs> but I do. And at one time I had an interview and I got shot, but I didn't care. So much of the odds. I suppose if you're having a movie that's set in the future, Neon is a must. Yeah. It's such a good song. I really like the song. Mm. It is good. I'm enjoying it. Is that her actual singing what? voice as well? Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty good. Well, that's the thing. I think everybody does a good job with mm. their singing in this movie. I guess you could say the weakest one would probably be Bill, Bill Mosley, mainly because he's more screaming. Actually, <laughs> 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 but it suits the character. Mm. And he's dead. I died. Pretty sure Bill Mosley's in The Devil's Rejects as well, or The uh, Devil's Carnival as well. Hmm. Let's have a look. I'm not. I'm not I dead yet. <laughs> this entire cast, with the exception of Tony Head, is probably in uh, The Devil's uh, Carnival. Including Paul Sorvino, who plays God in that. Mm. This is a real strong song, too. I'm actually just enjoying listening to them, to be honest. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I was just looking up um, The Devil's Carnival. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yep. 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 She's in it. He, um, Bill Mosley's in it. Paul Sorvino. So will that be our next one? That'll be my next one. Well, your next pick, yeah. Oh, I think that technically, since uh, October is coming around, and we know that the two B Tuesdays for that whole month will be horror related, um, so that could definitely be a horror. Well, one of the horror picks we could do. Because mm. who doesn't love a good horror musical? <laughs> you bastards just sat there on your fat asses, not even helping me. <laughs> This just suits that every movie we see we want to make into a musical. Exactly. We're still going to make No Retreat, No Surrender the musical. Exactly. It's time to get in my limo and go <laughs> to the party. With that guy and his epic handle bomb mustache. <laughs> Right, like in a dumpster. Ah, uh, yes, this is me again, your narrator. 
Emo, the musical. Oh, oh. Wait, that's already a musical. <laughs> Just for our listeners out there, there actually is a musical called Emo, the musical, and it's an Australian movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, I saw it at Myth a few years back. Oh, it's actually okay. pretty good. <laughs> but this is totally fits that bill as well. Emo, the musical. <laughs> he looks more like goth dad. And goth dad. And he left everything to me. It lost that. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, All I right. think the movie's finished anyway. And directed by Darren Lynn Bousman. Not Laren Lynn Bousman or whatever B said his name was. <laughs> Laren Lynn Bousman. I'm still here and I'm Paris Hilton. I'll be the star of this movie now. Here he comes. I think this was like the big sequel baiting moment. Mm. I'm Bill Mosley, listen to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, audio's getting all wonky, so. Oh, well, Luigi. the oh, wait, movie's at the end, so we're all good. This is the. That, Bill Mosley is the emo Luigi Mario. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, that was the sequel bait there. Which I would have been interested to see, like, a prequel and a sequel. And that's the end of the movie, because pretty much two years telling us we're going to put on another movie shortly. Yeah. So and we'll, we'll uh, stop the movie here. And, uh, oh, jeez. And oh. that is <laughs> a wrap on Repo the Genetic Opera. Yeah, so as much as a train wreck this actual episode was, but, you know, that's to be expected mm. for this podcast, mm. it was really fun to uh, revisit this uh, film again after so long. Yeah, I quite enjoyed revisiting that movie. It was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, Batch has uh, disconnected, so we'll wait for him yes. to get back on. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, again, but in the meantime, yeah. sorry. Yeah, in was, the meantime, yeah. uh, Marcy, where uh, can people find you on the internet this week? Uh, you can probably find me getting pissed off at people because they're stupid, but that's every yeah. week. So, um, as usual, you can find us at supermarcy.com. We are part of the Super Network. You can um, follow us on our Twitter account at twitter.com slash sm underscore supernetwork. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash supermarcy. You can subscribe to us at Patreon at patreon.com slash the supernetwork. You can join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash supernetwork. You can search the supernetwork group on Facebook for our group where we'll have polls for our monthly commentaries. You can send hate mail address to bead at the supernetwork sm at gmail.com and you can subscribe to our podcasts at um, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Castbox and Spotify. Bead, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, uh, when p- people can find me at my Twitter page at twitter.com slash or my Facebook uh, writers page at facebook.com slash terribleozzy and also our listeners can find all our reviews and columns 
uh, over at the Super Net at supermarcy.com because uh, you and I had recently had uh, covered the uh, 2020 Fantasia Film Festival, so we've done both uh, audio reviews both together and separately uh, for films that we watched uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and they were a lot of fun to do, so definitely check those out. And also people can check out my column, uh, Horror Down Under, over at thescreencast.com as well. That is And true. also, like, and for our, uh, if you do sign up to Patreon, you'll get awesome, uh, to get awesome exclusives. If you, like, even just $1 a month uh, definitely helps us out. But if you like to get awesome exclusives, there's some pretty cool stuff from $2 up a month, including uh, early access to all of our podcasts. And we're at the halfway point of our first goal, that if we get five more subscribers, we will do an exclusive Patreon uh, video in which I will wear my my Nicolas Cage jumpsuit, do an impression of him reading the uh, Edgar Allan Poe story, The Raven. So uh, we need some more subscribers. So if you want to see that, definitely get on and uh, subscribe to us. And also... Uh, review and rate our podcasts over at Apple Podcasts and other podcast streaming services as well. And we still have not got Batch back, but um, you can find him if you look up Small Screen Heroes from Binge Media and Web Tales of Spider-Man Podcast, which is on iTunes. And you can find him on Twitter at twitter.com slash multiverse5, written 5, so um, F-I-V-E. Awesome. And, uh, and, yep, and for next week's episode of To Be Tuesday, it will be uh, my pick. And for the next one, we're going to be doing a full moon picture film from the Ch- Charles Band's company. And the film we're going to be doing is the 1992 superhero film, Dr. Mordred, Master of the Unknown, starring Jeffrey Coates. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting. I guess we will uh, find out what that's like. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I hope all our listeners enjoyed uh, this our this episode of 2B Tuesdays, and we'll see you all later. And see hopefully uh, Batch is back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Batch is back as well. <laughs> but uh, we'll see you all then for next week's show. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye.